Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 69 hey, of the Unknown Comics Podcast. I'm Brandon. That's Chris. That. That's Darren. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. It's, he, he's, he's that. He's that. I think, I think, I think Brandon just fake yawned to put his arm around you, Chris. It happens. I didn't get that far. Like, I literally got like that far. It's more like yeah. a weird photo thing that he was trying to do. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, I hope everybody had a good week. Uh, mine was insane. Uh, and I'm a single parent this weekend. So, it's going to just get even more crazy. So pray for me. I, I may not make it. Uh, Wish you have an older one to help you. I do have a teenager. Praise the Lord. They're, they're, I don't know how I would. I don't remember. I don't know how I did it the first time. She was easy, I guess. That's the only thing. That's the only thing I can attribute it to. So. All right. How's Florida? Uh Warm today. It's like in the mid eighties. It was awesome. Shut up. I mean, actually, it was pretty nice today. Yeah, this here. weekend's actually supposed to be pretty, pretty decent. We're supposed to be in. We're supposed to be in the low sixties. So yeah, until it gets cold next week, which Darren will be here for some of that. So, haha, take that. Uh, I love. I love low sixties. Uh, yeah, low sixties is great, but it's I mean, going to be back into the thirties and forties next week. Yeah. So, uh, low sixties is like the perfect weather. Yeah. Like low to low to mid sixties, you can't really beat that. No, no, it's pretty good stuff. So uh, I mean, unless you want to go swimming, and then <laughs> then you're you're host. But outside of that, just existing, uh, you got the Eat Rona pulls, again, bro. With the Rona cough, Darren. Oh, we lost Darren. Will we ever get him back? I don't know. We'll see. All right. Can you hear me? There he is. Did you lock your phone? I have. I. Lock it? No. I've been getting like a flood of uh, telemarketer calls. Oh, it was a phone um, call. They found you. Yeah. yeah, it was a phone call. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah, it's well, been quiet for a long time, and then every 12 seconds today. I, I, know, I noticed that, too. Like, mine, I started getting telemarketer calls again, and then, like, and then it finally, once I started getting them, I was like, wait a second. I hadn't been getting them. Like, there was this, like, we didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. But there was this period where we just weren't getting them, and now it's back again. I, I guess something happened. I've had about four people, so I guess my phone number is being used in the blitz of numbers, right? Because a lot of times, half the time, it's a local number. I've had four or five people call me and say, did you call me? No, I, I did not call <laughs> you. And I have no idea why you think I did. I don't show any phones on, I don't show any calls on my phone, so. Yeah. But the fact that multiple people have called me back and said that kind of makes me wonder. So I even had somebody text me and say, my assistant gave me the wrong phone number yeah. or they gave me the right one. And I'm somehow getting mixed in here. So yeah. What was you going to say there? By the way, if you can't hear it, of course my, uh, my boys are crying. Yeah. We, we, heard, about we, five we heard a bit. The podcast. Yeah. There's a little screaming going on. Yeah. It never it's, fails. It's, it's all good. This is what they do. Chris, what is happening at Unknown Comics this next or right now and this week? And right, right now. Uh, well, of course, tomorrow we just launched a, a new something selling children from Marco Mastrazzo on the website tonight. Uh, yep. Pretty cool exclusive there from him. Tomorrow we've got Star Wars Hidden Empire number four coming. Um, another patch Zerker cover. Uh, love all the stuff the patch has been doing. A lot of cool Star Wars stuff. Uh, is only, it, it is Zerker. It's a hard, hard with a C-H? ch. I think so. It might be Zerker, but I would think Kerr would be the correct. 
I'd ask Darren, but Darren there. never pronounces anything right anyway. So yeah. uh, there's only one more issue left of that. Mike so, Perkins makes fun of me all the time. Everybody makes fun of you all the time because of how you pronounce things. It's not just him. Oh, yeah. but 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 it's a sequel. Mike Perkins goes out of his way. Not a sigil. <laughs> I can't even say the right. So is, is, is the sigil. is the something is the something is killing? Is that ours or is that six one six? It's. I mean, it's technically both of ours, but it's theirs. Oh, gotcha. It's part of okay. the syndicate uh, that we're also gotcha. a part of. So yeah. Um, and then next week we've got uh, some really good, really nice, pretty exclusives. We got uh, X Men twenty, which uh, features one of. Uh, Brandon's favorite character is Magneto from Miguel Macardo. It looks cool. It's already the wallpaper on my phone, and I can't show you. Yeah. Uh, so. We got uh, another X-Men 20 from uh, 616. Uh, Darren, who's doing that one? Darren? Uh, He's thinking. Tiago Silva. Okay. Uh, and then we have... Not, uh, it's not an artist we've used outside of 616, so... Yeah. Uh, X-23 Deadly Regenesis. We have that coming from Rico next week. Yep. Uh, and then Amazing Spider-Man 21. This is our third color of lead from David Nakayama. It'll be featuring Silk. And then uh, there's also another ASM 21 from 616 as well. And that is... Who's on that one, Darren? Mm, say it again? Who's on the ASM 21 from 616? Which artist does he have on that? You know, Is that the Lobos cover? Maybe. I think it's Lobos. That's the Mary Jane cover, right? I, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen it. I'm fairly certain it's Lobos. Okay. There you go. You have. Um, it's, the, it's the one that's got... It's the, it's the Mary Jane with the symbiote on her. Okay. John I, shared it in the inner circle. Thing. Yeah. I'll have to go back and look. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, of course, we have What Not shows going on every night. Are you doing one of those today as well? I am at 11. Okay. 11 Eastern. Yeah, 11 Eastern, so tune in to that. Lots Eastern. of good deals going on every night on whatnot. We try to do one of those big deal shows almost every night. Um, and then, of course, you've been getting ready for conventions. we got La Mole coming up, Megacon, C2E2, and Star Wars Celebration. Uh, three out of the four of those shows, the last three, we'll have convention exclusives for. We'll be watching the website for those. Uh, coming soon, we'll have some pre-order packages probably for those. Nice. Um... Uh, that, so that's kind of uh, what we got there. As far as like sales, we just launched uh, a lot more stuff into our warehouse clearance today. So check that stuff out. New Thor uh, books going in there, some older Venom stuff going in there. Uh, and then I've had a really good bundle, seven pack of Spider-Man 2099 deals. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man 2099 Exodus. Uh, just had a pretty good pack of that go up as well. So 2099. 2099. There we go. Which includes a Car Andrews, Tony Daniel, and Alan Quall covers. Yep. Yeah, so seven pack, trade dress only forty bucks for all seven exclusives. And then you get all uh, seven Virgin exclusives for seventy, I believe. So huge savings, pretty That's good deal. deals. Check yeah. it out, unknowncomicbooks.com. All right. Thanks, Chris. And of course, uh, we will have previews of all of uh, the books that we're launching next week, uh, and and kind of a review of everything that we've launched. Uh, from our from the syndicate and our partner stores on the This Week and Unknown video uh, on YouTube. So if you're not subscribed to YouTube yet, you need to. And, of course, Sarah also has her FOC video that she just posted today on YouTube. Um, so, Darren, why are you showing us a paint pot? To bother sure. you. To bother you. To throw me off my game. Anyway, Sarah posted her FOC video. <laughs> Or top five FOC videos. So if uh, you want to know what you need to be uh, pre-ordering this week, 
uh, definitely go by and find that. And, uh, and you could possibly win something by watching either video. So you yeah. should do that. Winning's cool. Winning's cool. Darren, what are you into this week? What'd you watch? What'd you do? Um, I feel like this entire week is a void that I don't remember. Uh, I haven't really done a lot with modeling. I found a hobby town, which is cool because I found some facing stuff. I haven't really painted a whole lot of models. I haven't really done a whole lot of anything hobby-wise this week. I've mostly just been kind of prepping the stuff that I've got here to get ready to go to Amarillo all next week. So I'm trying to make sure all my work's done and invoicing is done. So uh, for the hobby side of things, I've done nothing. Uh, for TV, I watched uh, The Last of Us Episode 3. Um, and I watched nothing else nerdy on TV either. So wow, you just had I just watched, uh, we've been catching up on, uh, I really have. We've been watching Fire Country and um, Will Trent, which is a cop show and a fire show. Um, so really, I haven't done a whole lot of nerdy stuff this week. So you do, now you just need a so. medical show to finish out the trifecta. You have a cop show and a fire show. Uh, I watched the last episode of I watched the last episode of New Amsterdam, okay, which came out. Like I caught up on it, and I didn't. I realized, you know, I'm real sad because the se- like the whole series is over now. Oh. Are so they Are they getting to end? I didn't it, realize that until I watched they canceling the last it episode. On the cliffhanger? Uh, no, they ended it in a way that it is ended properly. Like okay. I knew, I think they knew that that was going to be the last episode. But it just thought like the episode before the last episode, like he was really just getting this new relationship going and falling in love and his life was getting back on track. And the next episode, he leaves everybody to go behind, behind to go work for basically the CDC in Switzerland. I think the craziest. In like the they just time jumped. Like that is Star Trek Enterprise. The second season, they're getting really, they're like building up towards this new big thing that's going to happen in the third season. And then they, they find out that it's getting axed. So the end of that, it's just them. They just wrapped up the whole season in one episode. <laughs> the whole series, like, here we go. They like yeah. show you some future stuff. I mean, here we go. It's done. Never coming back to it. Yeah. But I they mean, got some resolve. So a lot of shows don't ever see, don't ever, don't know when the end's coming. So yeah, a lot of them just get, just get cut out right. And, you know, sometimes they get lucky and get like Deadwood or Firefly and get a movie or something to come back and, and, and finish it out. But uh, they don't, they don't all get that luxury. So. Yeah. All right, Chris. There are a lot of good shows that just end. Yeah, it happens. All right, Chris, what you into this week? Uh, so still working on miniatures, some Imperial Knights, things like that. I got another uh, Dominus completely somewhat together. He's spray painted now. I just got to start. Uh, he's doing some sub pieces so I can start painting them better. He's a little bit harder to build and paint all as one assembly, so. He's in lots of little pieces. The Dominus is, an, is a knight. Is yeah, an he's, the, he's okay. a uh, big, bulky Imperial Knight. Has lots of guns and ready to shoot you in the face. Uh, he's a pretty cool model. Uh, really cool build. Um, and then um, Star Wars Convergence, uh, one of the High Republic books. Been going through that. Just started that up. Uh, nice. It's been pretty good so far. Um, Bad Batch. I think there's this week's episode is pretty good. We got to see a um, some Wookies and uh, of course the Jedi Wookie. If you watch some of the older uh, Star Wars cartoons that Ahsoka saves. You see him come back into the fold, so it's pretty cool. Um, 
doing a lot of Call of Duty this week with my uh, with my son. Some Total War Warhammer. Yeah, first time I played that. Um, I think the big thing for me this week was The Last of Us, which I'm surprised Darren didn't hit on more of us. The episode three of The Last of Us was that was intense this week. It was an emotional like episode. Yeah, yeah I've heard it. It's a it's a it's a it's yeah. a heart squeezer. Yeah, I mean, you go through that and. In a way that you're not expecting, like you know, it was it was it was a rough watch. Yeah, it, it was good. Um, so. I I very much enjoyed you know the the show so far overall. Uh, it's been really good. They've done a really good job of emotionally attaching you. Uh, I mean, these there's a couple of characters in this episode that this may be the only episode we see them in, but yeah. you're like. You're attached to those characters by yeah. the end of it. So. Which, from what I'm told, again, I'm not watching the series. This is just what I'm catching hearsay, and of course I didn't play the game, but the characters that they introduced in this episode are like minor blips in the video game. Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're talked about, but they just basically took this one little thing and, and just said, yeah. hey, this is an episode, which is, it's, it's, that's pretty cool if you're, if you're a fan of the video game, is now you're getting these stories these these expanded stories yeah. of of things that you that you saw so that's pretty cool yeah so that was me for the week and uh yeah it's pretty good all right well um i uh i didn't get i didn't do a lot of fun stuff cuz this week was pretty crazy uh i had i had some kind of work hardware gear crises this week that pretty much ate my lunch and made me cry and almost quit and um yeah, and technically anyway, still not over. It's still not over, <laughs> but it is. It's at a it's at a manageable point. Um, but uh, so I I watched the episode of Bad Batch, so we're all caught up on Bad Batch. Or actually, we we caught up on all the episodes. Um, there's two next week. Yeah, which it's ba- weird. Bad Batch is hit or miss. There's there's really good episodes, and then there's episodes that I cannot stay awake during, like the Treasure Hunt episode. Mm-hmm. I just I I could not have cared less about that episode, but. Yeah. Uh, like the the one that was mostly that a couple weeks ago that was Cody and and Crosshair. Yeah, that was a good one. Like that's good. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm 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 wanting to see like this overarching story. Like these little side stories are are fine, and I understand why they do it. Um, uh, have you seen some of the titles for some of the next couple episodes? Uh-uh. A lot of them are about like uh, it looks like we're going to start getting to see kind of some of the clone transition, like you've been talking about. Like good. Uh, so I think we're going to see more of the kind of the empire in that way, like how it's changing. Yeah, going from this to that. Which the imperial officer that they introduce, you know, or bureaucrat or whatever he is, I mean, you can tell that's his goal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he does sure. not he does not want the clones around anymore, so he's jockeying to, you know, a, have a conscripted military or a volunteer, whatever their 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 methods are going to be. Um, so I'm. That's what I. That's why I keep watching. That's why I want to see him. Plus, you know, my daughter's totally into it, and and uh, and we like making fun of the Australian New Zealand accents. Oh, I think the thing that uh, today or yesterday's episode is also you got to see a little bit more why the Wookies want to rip off arms. Yeah. Yeah. No. It. And <laughs> I will say this: the the Star Wars expanded universe has always alluded to the Empire's handling of the Wookies was yeah. very much. Very uh, analog to Holocaust type yeah. scenarios, right? You, you know, and also just treating them like animals completely, not yeah. really, you know, almost like a buffalo. Yeah, the, you know, slaves, property, it, all that yeah. stuff. You know, Pelts. and and uh, 
and basically allowing you know the trans trans oceans to to kind of just i'm sad it was a cartoon because i feel like if it was a real a uh real life they would have actually shown trans ocean getting their arms ripped off again during that episode i'm just saying we saw it in you know boba fett i think it was boba fett right or was it a mando episode it was Boba Fett. It, it was, was Book Fett. of Boba Fett, yeah. Yeah. So I just thought maybe you know, if it was real, you know, it, it would have shown that. But uh, yeah. yeah. Definitely see why they... Uh, now, so so I know that the, the Wookiee character in this episode was from Clone Wars. Was he from the last season? I think so. It's, I don't uh, remember him. Ahsoka saved him. Okay. Yeah. It was a youngling that Ahsoka saved from... I, can't, I think it might be the temple. Okay. Um, or something like that. So it was interesting to see him come back again. I figured they were going to use him over... Yeah. Um, so you know that that means he could be around again for. I think I'm just start. Else. I think I'm starting to realize that I just probably spot watched that last season of Clone Wars and just kind of watched the things that I wanted to see and. Yeah, I mean didn't that's where they introduced the Bad Batch, of course, and then you know uh, kind of set up the, the future of Ahsoka, and of course even right now where we're going in Mandalore, yeah. uh, set all that up with him going back to Mandalore this year, uh, in the Mandalorian season three. Mm-hmm. So. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so there's a lot. There's a lot of impact there from that last uh, season. Yeah, uh, I watched another episode of Picard. I have not finished it yet. And did you I, watch the trailer? I haven't watched the trailer I yet. I figured maybe you wouldn't want to because it might spoil too much. But yeah. for me, I can tell you, it actually felt like it just stood alone. Yeah, uh, uh, after I'm, watching I'm not, it, I'm not avoiding trailers for season three, um, but I'm just not. I'm not really seeking it out. I, I will say, season two has not grabbed me like season one did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm finding it harder to push myself through it. And it's not that it's bad. I just, for whatever reason, I'm granted, I've got a lot of stuff going on. And so, you know, finding time to do that and, uh, you know, you know, trying to work in family and, you know, game time and stuff like that. Uh, it's, it's just been hard, but, uh, but yeah. So, uh, I started doing a solo campaign of Marvel United on tabletop simulator and that's really fun. Um, having a good time with that. Uh, I've, I've, done pretty good i've only lost one time so far uh to avalanche of all people but i beat sinister mm. i beat uh Sabretooth. i beat mysterio you're gonna try against juggernaut again because we suck well it, it's if he comes <laughs> up so like this this campaign system is is it's like a card based system oh, yeah, yeah. so uh you know you basically put so many cards in a pool and you randomly draw one, and if it's a villain, then you play a scenario against the villain. And if you win, it adds so many cards to your pool. If you lose, it adds so many different cards to your pool and, and does different things. So it kind of has these branching uh, ways that you play um, as you go through it. So that's, that is what, uh, that's, that's that. So that's been fun, um, and that was pretty much my week. Our main topic for tonight, uh, <laughs> and I, and I'm, Darren came up with this idea last week, and I and I pushed it to this week. And I'm assuming this is kind of in relation to, uh, you know, Wakanda Forever is now hit Disney Plus today, yesterday, 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 um, and uh, of the most tragic MCU characters. Um, so, so Darren, what w- what was the short list? So the short list on the who has the most tragic backstory in the MCU, it was Scarlet Witch. Yep. Um, Spider Man. It was um, Shuri. And it 
uh, Thor. Okay. So out of out of those four, who has the most tragic backstory? Like who who can who can who would you say that has all the rights to become a villain if they truly wanted oh, to be okay. a villain? Well, that's a little turn. Okay, so, like, so. It, it was it was a discuss it was actually a discussion. I saw uh, William Russell. He's an artist. He posted it. Thor had a way more tragic backstory, yet he's still a hero. Is where Scarlet Witch became a villain, and it got me thinking. Well, did Thor have a more tragic backstory, or did he just have better upbringing? that helped guide him into not making the bad mistakes. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, wouldn't Loki so, be in the same boat as him as far as upbringing goes? Yeah, that's the that's the nature versus nurture discussion right there, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, Loki of course does have the the frost giant background to kind of Is he part of frost giant in the comics? Yes, cuz he's he's still Loki Lofison, right? I don't know what yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, still maybe I guess probably. I just I, like before. So you have before... Thor, who. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, we have Thor, who mom was killed, dad died peacefully. Uh, sister's a psychopath that destroyed the world. Uh, watched Loki die a couple times, not once, but three times, I think. Um, you know, and watched, uh, watched, lost Jane. Watched a ton of his people die, like half of his nation die, even before they left the yep. the plane. And then watched another bunch of them get slaughtered. Yeah, yeah. and uh, also survived the snap. Uh, yeah. But you have Scarlet Witch, who lost both of her parents in a bombing, lost her brother in a fight, lost had to kill Vision. To stop Thanos, and then had to rewatch Vision die again to Thanos. Lost her country to being an asteroid M. Uh, lost a bunch of her people. Was raised by Hydra. Okay. Uh, so I mean, you've got that going for you. Um, sure, you have tra- Spider-Man. Sure yeah, sure. Watched his. Go ahead. Sorry. Shuri, Shuri's dad assassinated. Shuri's brother died. Shuri's mom assassinated. Yeah. Leaving only Shuri by the end of it all. Except for um, Jr. And then you have Spider-Man. T'Challa Jr. Um, You have Ben. You have MJ. You have Tony. Um, You know, he watched uh, Aunt May die. He um, He watched Tony die. His entire life was forgotten. Uh, everybody forgot about him to fix what he did. So, um, I don't know. It's just all right. So it's not that, really. So it's I mean, not really. Their, the it's not really their backstory them, as much as it is uh, their story. Their their current story, kind of where they are now in the MCU. Right. Uh, okay. So because the discussion was, why did Scarlet Witch become a villain? Okay. So. Okay. So of the four, Scarlet Witch did make the jump, which there there was a bit of a redemption arc for her at the end of that, though. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it didn't, it mm-hmm. was not a, uh, it hasn't been like this constant struggle for her. Um, much like, you know, comic Scarlet Witch, right? She, she was only bad for a very small, well, I say that she's, she had her crazy moments in the comics, uh, where she lost it and killed 90% of the mutants on earth or depowered 90% of the mutants on earth. Um, Hmm. So, so the discussion the discussion was of of the four, which being the one that did go villain is one of the other three. Would that have been? Should they have been more likely? I'm trying to right. Who yeah. who could have dipped into that that villain world? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the way they set it up, I mean, I think it'd be Shuri. You know, they kind of kind of give you a little bit of, you know, I was just kind of, because Levi was watching it again yesterday, and I was kind of just, while well, I'm moseying around the house doing stuff, and last night, you know, there's points that you can see that she's, you know, curious to see what it would be like if they did go down the route of helping Namor, you know, fight the war against the world, you know. It's, it's, it's not that she... Right. It's totally against what he's saying. So I mean, there's that. Right. Well, then she turns once once he kills uh, Ramonda, mm-hmm. and then it was her vengeance arc, right? Yeah. And, and 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 you and you see her get really close to that temptation of you know taking him out. So yeah, because a, a lot of her trauma would have been more recent. Yeah, it's very immediate. Yeah, uh, with the exception of her T'Chaka, you know, the the other two were you know, fairly quick succession and, and all that, um, which Thor's was pretty bam, bam, bam too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. hard to, it, it's assumed that from Ragnarok to, to infinity war is not a very long period of time. No, with days. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cause you see the, you see the ship at the end of Ragnarok. That's yeah. Right. It's all within days of each other. Yeah. Yeah. So he literally right. loses half of his planet <sighs> and then he loses his brother again. Uh, and the rest of the everybody there, yeah. So I I I vote Thor um, because you do see him lose it and lose it hard. He doesn't lose it in the angle that sends him to villainy, but he could have. Luckily, he he kind of just waddles into you know grief eating <laughs> as opposed eating. to <laughs> as opposed to you know grief killing. Yeah. Uh, I. He and he definitely would have. I been mean, he beheads Thanos and then goes into depression. Yeah, uh, definitely would have been the worst of the villains had he had he turned. I would say out of those story arcs, outside of who the character is, right? Because Thor is just a protector. That's what he is. Yeah. So he it's it was never about him. It's just the fact that all these things happened to him. If you're thinking of who of those characters should like. I mean, Thor definitely has the most reason just to go freaking crazy and just start killing people like crazy. You know, yeah. I mean, he, he's just of all the things. But I don't know. I guess he felt like maybe he got that redemption by killing Thanos, so he didn't have to go after anybody else after that. But right, yeah. I mean, to know that. I mean, his loss is definitely the worst loss. I think if you're if you're talking about that, who has the the most loss? It's definitely him. Because Spider Man can make those relationships again. Uh, now we haven't got to a point where we're really seeing him have that dark path, but I think that's got to be coming. You know, with yeah. um, what happens when he comes in contact with the black goo? Yeah, 
that's you know we're we're getting to that point right we're we're at that point where we got to see Spider-Man in the Venom suit at some point you know so yeah and I it right. be a completely different black suit or it is Tom Hardy's Venom whatever but we we're, we're getting to the point where we got to get to that part so I still don't understand that post credit scene at all it just totally like makes my eyes cross why that would have happened in the first place the Venom and why why Venom was was snapped into their universe. Yeah. Because he didn't even know a Peter Parker or a Spider-Man existed. Why would he have come in? Because the whole pretense of why they were coming into that reality was they knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Well, he did leave a little bit of Venom behind. Yeah, well, that's the other part of it is, one, why the hell is he there in the first place? Yeah. Two, why doesn't all of him leave? <laughs> the uh, The other thing is the the way the, new, the Clintar stuff works now is they're pretty much multiverse creatures so venom the venom of that whatever universe could technically know about he's like a the nexus, 616 universe he's a nexus type being yeah the clintar are, are uh well they, they would they would have available to do that they would have gone off of the spider-man from toby mcguire mm-hmm. toby mcguire's spider-man or venom would have known who peter parker was which translates into that's true yeah um hardy's venom I'm sure there's going to have to be some more explaining to do with the uh, universe and all that kind of why, stuff. Why did not? Why did we not see Tobey Maguire's Eddie Brock? Yeah, because Topher Grace was like never again. Because <laughs> they weren't bringing him back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, because that wasn't happening. Because I'm trying to think of of who all in the original trilogy would have known his identity. Because did did May before the end know he was Spider Man in that reality? Uh, and. Aunt May knew, uh, Doc Ock knew, uh, Lizard, or not Lizard, um, Sandman knew, Harry, um, Harry yeah. knew, yeah, we didn't Green see Harry, knew. we didn't see Harry Osborn. He pretty he, much every, pretty much every villain in the original trilogy knew. Yeah. Um, but we didn't see them all. So no. either, either that, or they just got brought in and they got brought, got brought into Asia and couldn't get a plane ticket to try to kill Peter Parker or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, there's, there's some, there's some plot holes with, uh, that whole, that whole arc as, as far as what the, what the conditions were for who, who came in and, and left again. I just, I don't know. I just, that, that was 100% fan service. So yeah, totally happy with this deal. So for me, Scarlet, Witch was still the most likely to become a villain and stay a villain. The three, the other thing the three others had that she didn't have was parents. Yeah, I mean, she was raised by Hydra. Yes, uh, Thor was raised to be a king. Shuri was a princess of a kingdom. Uh, Spider Man was instilled with morals not only from May but probably from Ben and Tony Stark. Yeah, so you have three positive things feeding into you. Is where Scarlet Witch up until she joined the Avengers. The day she joined the Avengers was the first day she was taught morals. Um, you know, and then she just continuously had to watch everything she loved and cared about die. Um, and so there was just, there was just so much more to that. And then to top it off, you have this chaos power that makes you a little insane that allows you to be able to create, I mean, she created her children from nothing yeah, and created a life for herself. And then found out, um, you know, none of it was real when she started getting a grasp on reality. Um, 
I do think the jump from WandaVision to uh, the Doctor Strange movie was a bit much. You don't, I don't feel like she was going to become the villain. I, I think, I think, I based think based on they, how WandaVision ended, I, think I, thought played, she, I thought she was healing. Yeah. Well, I think the Darkhold played into that. Yeah, for sure. Because the Darkhold was not what right. created Westview, right? That was her. She, her and Agatha. Agatha. Yeah, Agatha kind of brought the, the, the Darkhold into it. And once she, you know, she, and that, that's one thing that to me cheapened kind of the, the arc in WandaVision is because at the end of it, you think she's, she's accepted grief and will move on or what have you. And then like that first end credit scene after WandaVision, she's going through the dark hole and you're like, Oh, well, nope, she didn't actually, and she it, didn't grow at all. But then, you know, but they had to have that to kind of help make sure they set up the fact that she was going to be. Yeah. I want, I, and sometimes you wonder if that's, the writers of WandaVision did not know the arc of multi, they, multiverse of madness. And so at the, like at the last minute, they're like, Hey, we need to film this scene real quick and kind of make it like a connective bridge uh, between the two. I almost wonder if that, that isn't what happened. You know, I think they have come out and said that they don't, maybe they didn't know that there was that kind of a, like where it was going to go. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think Feige keeps a lot of it pretty close to the chest, and he kind of just shares what he feels is relevant. And he'll probably be like, "Yeah, that works for the overall story," you know, knowing that it's going to fit with this as long as there's. Okay, I, I feel like he's got to have the bridges in there Here, somewhere. Here's right? my here's my theory behind Kevin Feige. I think he's like a bad skier. He is going down the mountain really fast, and he's hitting bumps, and by sheer luck, he's landing them. That's a lot of luck for 20 years or whatever it had been, 10 years. You know, but <laughs> like sometimes I just wonder if like he falls into and 15. some of it. Yeah. You know, uh, that that it's not all intentional, uh, but he's kind of good at just like. I think maybe at first I would imagine intentional, the, but now it is. Yeah. I would Which imagine he, he has a really good supporting cast around him. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and 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 I've read he's very collaborative with the directors and and you know which not, I guess not all directors because there have been directorial changes and stuff like that that have happened with with MCU stuff or or directors that just do one movie and never do anything again. So well, I think some of that comes from the fact that they you know when you go back to uh, um, I had his head name in my head and then it just gone. Um, they also did the DC whatever uh, Firefly James Gunn. No. Oh. Seems gun. Whedon. Whedon. Gotcha. You know, I think Whedon thought that what Feige's doing is what he would be doing. And so that caused a huge rift because he wanted to be over it all. Like a yeah. like a Whedon verse, you know. I'd be curious to know how involved Whedon was pre Avengers. Yeah. Um, I also think that you know, all the new stuff coming out with DCU this week is uh interesting and you know, it's interesting also to see how vocal James Gunn has been about the previous DCEU uh, calling, you know, saying Henry Cavill was dicked around and, you know, all these other things that, you know, the previous people did and how they would let anybody that wanted to make a movie, as long as they smiled at him the right way could do that. You know I mean? He's a, he's just a really openly just like completely yeah. blasting the old DCEU remain, uh, you know, people. So, 
I'm curious to see what he is actually going to do. Which is crazy because they're not all gone. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> but I guess his boss is like, yeah, whatever, say it, blast them. So, yeah. Um, so, but, you know, they announced a whole lot of movies and different stuff like that. New Batman Brave and the Bold movie, um, new Superman movie, which would be like the first thing that they do. Superman, I guess, is supposed to be the forefront of authority. Authority and the whole new DCU. Um, Flashpoint's supposed to reset everything. Um, and become the Gunverse after that, I guess, if you want to call it that. Gunverse. Uh, but they already have some people coming back, like Waller That's is good. still going to be her, and uh, Peacemaker is still going to be Peacemaker. So I'm not sure if they're going to maybe change some things here and there so it fits the new narrative. But um, you know, some of the actors we have already could still be in the future yeah. of the DCU. Which so. MC is doing that too, right? Where yeah. they're they're plucking people in from from the other Past franchises. franchises. Yeah. yeah. You know, with Daredevil and, and all that. So, um, uh, he announced a Green Lantern TV show, a uh, new animated series. Um, uh, lots of cool stuff though. The DC announced, I, I'm, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. So, hopefully, it's good. I'm, I'm with you, Darren. I think which, I think, I think which probably does have the, the most tragic arc. Uh, Thor's is a pretty close second. Um, I don't know, but I, yeah, I, I think you're right though. It, it has yeah, to. Yeah, I would. With... I would actually put Peter Park. I would put Peter Parker in second. Really, I wouldn't. Because he was a kid. Yeah, I mean, he's a kid that lost everything. Like he literally lost everything. Uh, his existence has been lost. Um, as a, as a senior in high school, Thor was raised as a king. He was raised to accept losses. Uh, and he lost a lot, but even at that, he still had the people he met on Earth. He still had the Avengers. He still had he, he still had half his people. He still had Meek and Korg, um, Valkyrie. I mean, he still had some foundation of people to keep him grounded. Yeah. I mean, at the time, he still had the idea of Jane Foster uh, until she died. Um, but now he has this little adopted daughter. Um, and But Peter lost everything. I mean, and you saw that it's, he was going okay, to though. kill the, the Green Goblin. If Mephisto will give it all back to him. Yeah. The ultimate bad guy. It'll be the new, like the Agnetha song, but it'll be Mephisto. It was Mephisto all along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll find out it wasn't really strange. What's going to be funny, though, is... Wouldn't it be hilarious, though, if we get to the end of the MCU... They finally say it's over, and there was never a Mephisto. At this point, that may be something they're like. Like they never introduced Mephisto it's never as a happen. character. It's just on every storyboard, but it's just like an LOL. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll do that with mutants first. They'll be like, nah. Uh, I mean, Namor did call himself a mutant, and of course, they called Miss Marvel a mutant. So yeah. they've, they've used mutants a couple Xavier's times. Xavier's already been shown. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Xavier's already been shown, so. I think the delay is worse this week. And the Deadpool. Yeah, it really seems like y'all are not hearing me very quickly. What? (laughs) 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 Now we're just like pausing just to screw with you. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Lots of good discussions tonight. Uh, We will be back next week. um, And uh, at the... uh, 
So if you do want to join us live, that is 7 p.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can catch us live there. And of course, if you can't catch us live, uh, then this podcast will be up on YouTube uh, in its edited version. And of course, anywhere that you get podcasts. Um, so we thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we'll talk to you everybody next week.